Heather McCoy Show. And welcome back to the Heather McCoy Show. Uh, joining us on the line is the CEO of the American Association for Justice, Linda Lipson. And uh, they can the website is justice.org. We'll be talking about General Mills Terms of Service, which attempted to bind customers into arbitration who use their website and uh, bought products with coupons or any other thing. Uh, due, then, due to the blowback, they changed the website back to the previous Terms of Service. Welcome to the show, Linda. Hello. Hi. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, you're definitely welcome. Um, just to define some terms to our listeners, what does terms of service mean and legally and also binding arbitration? Um, basically, uh, terms of service is just a, a description that um, corporations put on their websites to define how their products should be used. Um, and, this, and in this uh, particular case, uh, General Mills attempted to grant itself a license to lie and to break the law. And this, um, the fact that they, uh, in, in the course of about, about 48 hours, that they completely turned uh, this around uh, and apologized to their consumers is really a testament to consumers really fighting back and saying we are not going to accept a system that's rigged. Um, forced arbitration is um, a practice that unfortunately is is engaged upon by many many companies in in uh, in this country to avoid accountability and and to force people into a dispute mill that is highly unfair and when people find out about it they're outraged but sometimes it's too late so um, you know General Mills made the right decision they honored their customers by uh, by apologizing and we're hoping that Amazon and American Express and AT&T and Charles Schwab and eBay and Netflix and PayPal and Sally Mae and Starbucks and Kindred Nursing Center all do the same thing and follow the lead of General Mills and take back these unfair um, unfair uh, contracts that already actually aren't even agreed upon by consumers. The question I have is, for AT&T, you have a contract saying that, yes, you agree to the terms and you have a cell phone contract, but how does Starbucks enforce its uh, terms of service? Well, they do it on their gift cards and on their, on their coupons, and, um, and, you know, they, they do it. Basically, these companies are doing it in any way they think they can, they, they can. And unfortunately, the Supreme Court, in about four different decisions, has ruled against consumers um, in these areas, you know, most people think they have rights. Um, and you know, l- let's take a nursing home for example. You know, you your you your mom has to go into a nursing home, um, and you find the, the the nursing home in your area that is um, that is clean and is nice, and you, you think that you're, you're you're you feel terrible about having to do it, but your mom has Alzheimer's and has to has to be protected, and so you 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 sign up. Uh, a, you sign up for a, a contract for a nursing home. It's usually, you know, pages long, and in the fine print, it's always in the fine print. Um, it basically says if something happens to your mom in the future, she has to go to arbitration, and the arbiters are chosen by that company that caused the harm. So, I mean, it's highly. I mean, this is actually un-American. Oh, and, yeah. And I mean, it just and and people should be outraged. They are outraged when they find out about it. Um, but unfortunately, the court has been ruling against this corporate court has been ruling against consumers time in and time out. And so Congress can fix it um, and can pass something called the Arbitration Fairness Act, 
Um, I urge your listeners, if they care about this issue at all, I urge your listeners to call their senators and say pass um, the Arbitration Fairness Act, which basically says that arbitration is okay if it's agreed on by both parties and if it's agreed on once the dispute happens rather than before. Yeah, definitely. Just getting back to Starbucks real fast, how does a gift card from Starbucks uh, translate to blanket immunity and then the forced arbitration by the customer? I don't understand how that... Starbucks would say that it's not blanket immunity. Uh-huh. They would say that they they would say that they what they do is they put you, if something happens with the product they put you through a dispute mill that that basically they um, orchestrate. So they would they might say that the, that it still gives you a, a remedy, but the remedy is very narrow and it's controlled by the um, by by the company. So we don't think that's fair, and we don't think that. We don't think that the um, uh, consumers of the nation would find that to be fair if they knew about it. The problem is they don't know about it. This is really in the fine print of these contracts. Yeah, and if you don't know about it, there's a great documentary called Hot Coffee, and it talks about the McDonald's case where the woman spilled hot coffee on herself. But what the news media didn't tell you, it was like 450 degrees, and she had third-degree burns, and her like Lycra tracksuit burned onto her skin. And it was a really horrible um incident and they should you know mcdonald's rightfully was sued exactly and and the good news with with that particular case is that um it changed behavior and the companies stopped producing the the um uh the the super hot um coffee and so uh, the public was benefited by that you know one other thing about arbitration that's so incredibly unfair is that this is all done in secret and it's not appealable so if you know if the arbiter comes up with a with a ruling that you disagree with, you're stuck with it, and that's un-American. So you know this this is a very anti-consumer practice. Um, once I was so proud of you know the the hue and cry that developed after General Mills decided to really take advantage of their consumers. I was so proud of the the consumers that you know called in, weighed in on their website, and said, "No, this is not. We're not going to. We're, we're not. We're not go- going to agree to this." So, General Mills did the right thing, and now we have to um, turn the clock uh, back uh, on these other um, these other arbitration so-called arbitration agreements, and get other companies to adopt. Um, the same uh, practice that General Mills just did. Under the terms of service that was exposed by the New York Times last Thursday, what would have what would have the terms of service mean for General Mills customers if they hadn't uh, taken that back? I think that it would mean that if if even if you liked them on Facebook um, and you per, you know you bought a you know Nature Valley granola bar or um, or or tricks. Um, cereal or Cheerios, I think that you would be bound uh, if there, let's say there was glass in your Cheerios or some other bacteria. Let's say that you're a mom and you have an allergic kid and you want to protect her from, um, from a peanut allergy. Um, let's say that the, the company didn't, didn't disclose that on the label as, is, as um, several states have passed laws to prevent that. Um, they would not have a remedy under under um, what General Mills was going to do, and that's just unfair. And we're glad that they um, they retreated. Yeah, in all the cases that the original New York Times story had on Thursday, General Mills was clearly in the wrong with Yoplait yogurt with positive health health claims, no strawberries in in uh, General Mills 
fruit roll-ups, uh, the word natural and Nature Valley products when in fact they're full of GMOs, every single time they were in the wrong. And it's amazing that they could people could be routed uh, through arbitration to solve these things. Exactly. And, and um, you know, the reality is very few companies um, put their consumers at risk like this uh-huh. um, uh, in, the, in the sense of, you know, uh, you know, some of these examples, ground glass in their, in their products, all that. That happens so rarely. But when it does, the, the public consumers should be able to pursue their case in court. Um, that's the American system. That is appropriate. And, and, you know, honestly, these companies should not be afraid of their consumers. They should honor their consumers. Yeah. On the Ginger Mills blog on their website where they announced the company was rooting back to its old terms of service, they wrote, quote, We rarely have disputes with customers, and arbitration would have simply streamlined how the complaints are handled. I like how it's complaints instead of, like, legal issues. Um, What's your response to uh, this statement? You know, I I think that's... uh, that's their way of apologizing, um, and I would have said it differently. But you know, I applaud I applaud them for taking it back. Yeah, the re- one of the reasons why I had you on still after General Mills reversed the course on this decision is the terms of service they attempted seems like a legal vanguard where a lot of companies would like to aspire to. Is that your read on where things are going? A- absolutely, unless unless the public uh, says absolutely not, and. Uh, they did that in General Mills's case, um, and they should uh, urge Congress to pass the Arbitration uh, Fairness Act um, and and really just fight back when these companies are are trying to do this. I think that you know the, the, a lot of people think that you know there's 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 nothing nothing that can happen that change isn't possible. But look at look at what just happened in almost 48 hours. So I'm very optimistic that this practice can be changed. Um, this is the beginning of of a movement. This is a challenge to all all customers and all consumers to look at their look at the fine print, to actually read the fine print, and say, no, 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 we're not going to do this. We're not going to subject ourselves to a dispute mill designed by um, by the company that we're trying to do business with. We're not doing that. Oh, definitely. In California, there's been numerous cutbacks to our court system. It seems like getting your day in court is getting further and further out of reach. Is this a concerted effort for by like shattery corporate groups like uh, Alec? Yes, it is a concerted effort, and honestly, um, in cases that are, that involve very small dollars, the way that they can get to court is to band together. And what these companies are are doing is is preventing that practice um, that will that actually um, is very successful in changing behavior. And that's what you really want to do. Sometimes you have to, you know, go to Congress and ask for um, uh, behavior, to ask for legislation that will change behavior, and sometimes you have to do it um, through um, through just the hue and cry of the public, which is what happened in the case of General Mills. Is there anything you want to leave us with this morning? Yes. Um, I want people to look at the fine print, um, to make themselves do it, and then to to fight back and to tell these companies that they're not going to they're not going to take it. Um, that's what needs to happen. And we have a start with General Mills, and the public um, the public can uh, take justice back. Um, I want to 
um, urge you to go to our website, takejusticeback.com, um, and it, it talks about ways that the public can fight back. So I want to I wanna thank you so much for having me. I think this is an extremely important consumer issue, um, and this is the beginning of a big fight. Oh, definitely. A My- big challenge. My guest has been um, Linda Lipson. She's with American Association for Justice. They can be found, that group by themselves can be found at justice.org. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you very much, Heather. Okay, and this, of course, is the Heather McCoy Show.